Okay, hey, hey, everybody! Welcome to not the only Kids in the Hall podcast, and I'm starting to think maybe we should just call it the only Kids in the Hall podcast. I think I brought that up last time, Jared. Uh, yeah, because the the other Kids in the Hall podcast isn't really doing anything anymore. Maybe we just become the the only Kids in the Hall podcast. Uh, I wasn't here sh- last time, so I don't want to jump in because and the you voice know, you're I hearing guess... right now is our special guest, Amay Lutkin. Amay. <laughs> <laughs> You you you've been a follower of the pod for a long time. You haven't been on yeah. the last few episodes, but you, but you're back and welcome. Thank you so much. I am a fan. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, I guess if you guys, you know, it's two to three. I mean, two to one. I'm one. So if you want to change the name back, I'm we one. can. But I think it's kind of funny to be not in, <laughs> the only Kids in the Hall podcast. Yeah, I think it's. I I would like to think that it's a joke we thought was funny enough when we came up with the name originally to stick with it. Um, but I'm down for whatever. I also think that changing a name mid pod is just a no advised move in general. I do like the the element of chaos you're introducing, though, Nick. That we like just completely change our name every. <laughs> five to ten episodes <laughs> right i think Challenge there's like the something fun about up. that <laughs> yeah who well, are we speaking of <laughs> speaking of chaos and cha- things changing this is a different episode than usual because Amaze uh traveling right now uh, and uh, we didn't have enough time to record a new real episode, a full episode so we're just going to talk about one one single sketch i'm calling this uh nick's picks volume one <laughs> Wow, volume one. Yeah, it's like one yeah, ep- the- one sketch is an entire volume. Is that how one sketch is a volume? Okay. Yes. Nick's picks uh, volume yeah. one of ninety nine. Can't wait. <laughs> um, so we watched this we watched a sketch earlier today called uh Things to Do from uh season four, episode seven. Oh, I do want to say before we get to the, the sketch we're gonna talk about, hey, if you uh if you have any thoughts or reactions to what we're saying send us an email at kids in the pod at gmail.com or find us on twitter or at instagram also kids in the pod yeah we're and, always uh, really surprised to hear people are listening and it's a delight yes. honestly yeah, we, i think nick and jared and i like talking to each other a lot so we probably would anyway but it's nice to have a focus right <laughs> yeah. am i wrong we don't like no, talking no, to well, no, 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 <laughs> like I, stunned I mean, silence. They're staring I, at me could, like no, mouth slack. Like what? no, you were you were your 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 internet connection was was wavering. That's why we looked at you like, is everything okay? So no, okay, uh, yeah, Easy we love talking excuse. to you. We love talking to you. <laughs> when I edit the episode, I'll realize what you said, and then I'll. And I'm, I'm sure I'll agree with you at that point. Okay, great. But, uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's listen to uh, the very opening of this a sketch called uh, "Things to Do." Things to do, things to do today. Got a big day ahead of me, several things to do. Gotta keep on top of my life, gotta keep on top of my life. Got seven things to do. Number one, banking. Number two, pick up work. Okay, you just knocked over an old lady, keep moving. You got seven things to do. Okay, Jared. Uh, yes. I'm going to try to come up. I, did, I forgot to do this earlier, but I'm gonna try to come up with the game of the scene here. Let's hear it. Um. Guy, obs- okay, obsessed with his thing, with his to-do list, uh, to to the point of avoiding. I'm, I'm no, I'm already going too so, long. So to me, it's it's either nothing will stall to-do list or 
or robbery won't stall to do list if you want to kind of make it about what it's about, which is that robbery. Um, but yeah, I think it's that nothing will interrupt this guy's to do list. I think is the is the game. I think this. Uh, yeah, um, I, I chose this sketch for us to watch because I think it's like one of the. Sorry, go ahead, uh, Amy. Sorry, I think my internet is like maybe a little messing up our timing here because you guys are kind of a. Um, yeah, skipping. no, it is. But go ahead. Go um, ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I think this sketch. I think this sketch is an example of something that's about like repeating funny behavior in a way that kind of braids together very nicely, like. Um. Kevin's complete focus on his to-do list, which I found very relatable, actually. <laughs> uh, you know, like, that's his one-note behavior that he repeats over and over, but it escalates in this really great way with the robbers who have their fun behavior, which is um, fully just, like, shooting people at random. And then, that, like, it's sandwiched between these two, this repeating, knocking this old woman over thing yeah, so it's just like a, it's really just a bunch of funny behaviors that build on each other and allow the whole sketch to escalate in a really fun way are you a to-do list person to me yes i have um several notebooks for different things and i make lots of lists i know it doesn't I seem that way be- because i kind of am a crazy person who never shows up when they're supposed to <laughs> disappointment freak <laughs> but out that's what i yeah. need to do just to stay even this <laughs> organized it's so much work you don't know lose mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, did anyone else? By the way, the, go ahead, Nick. I was gonna say uh, I was listening to the commentary for this sketch, and those the that the whole robbery sequence was uh, designed to look like uh, Reservoir Dogs. And yeah, I, I was I was about to bring up film references. One was Reservoir Dogs. Um, the other that I guess in retrospect for me was the opening to The Dark Knight, and particularly how uh, you know the people committing the bank robbery ended up being the victims of the bank robbery. And it kind of had similar looking kind of cheap masks. And I just kept kind of thinking to myself, Oh, it's interesting. I don't know if that colors people's perspective on this sketch now, because yeah, that opening to that movie was all about shooting the guys involved with the robbery in a non comedic way. Yeah. The movie it made Um, me think of is, um, the strangers starring Scott Speedman, which was filmed in 2008. So I don't think it's a reference, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, these are all post-references, also known as coincidences. Um, <laughs> well, no, not Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs wasn't... Not Reservoir Dogs, you're right, right. Um, Apparently, like, Dave Foley had dinner with Quentin Tarantino, and Tarantino asked him, was it based on Reservoir Dogs? And he said, yeah. Oh, really? Wow, Quentin Tarantino's a fan of the show. We gotta get him on the pod. We gotta get <laughs> Quentin Tarantino on the pod. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, Jared, were you gonna say something else? Uh, no. I feel like I interrupted you. Well, uh, yeah, you probably did, but uh, no worries. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I like the – first of all, I like this Nick's Picks segment in general because it, cause it gives me a good sense of what the show is going to look like in the future. This is the fourth season, if YouTube is to be believed, Nick. That's right. So you could really tell uh, to me. I mean, even just in this one sketch – They've clearly kind of upped the production values. They've clearly kind of considered the aesthetics a little more. It really kind of looks and feels like a short film to me, way more than any of their other digital sketches kind of have. Um, So it's really exciting to see where they're going to be at because, again, I just the only episodes I've seen are for this podcast. So I'm I'm excited to see. uh, I think it feels like they get better and better, and this is another indication. I liked a lot of production elements. I love the stunt of just roll, getting the guy to roll out of the car in front of the dry cleaner in that single shot. I thought was really cool. Oh, yeah. 
Um, oh, actually, let's let's watch a little bit of that right here. Okay. Number two, pick up dry cleaning. Excuse me. Could you drop me off my dry cleaners? It's a paper dad for things. Look, maybe you don't understand the situation that you are in. You are a hostage, and I am a man with a gun. So shut up. Where's my dry cleaners? Thank you. He just jumps out of the car, Kevin's character. Uh, by the way, uh, what did you guys think of Dave Foley's accent here? Oh my god, I was right about to bring that up. I made a little note of it. That was my next point. I think his accent is so stupid. It's, I think it's supposed to be a New York mobster <laughs> accent, and it sounds terrible, but I think the badness of it is funnier than if it were good to me. He says he based it on, because uh, I, I didn't watch, just watch the commentary track, he based it on uh, Marlon Brando. Which is a <laughs> strange choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it too. Like I thought it was... Brando. It's Marlon but, Brando yeah. in um, Apocalypse Now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it sounds like early Marlon Brando, right? Like um, on the waterfront, like that, that era. Okay. Brando. Uh, no. I'm not a Brando no, head over here. So, uh, yeah, we're not Brando <laughs> heads. I wish we were. But, I know we uh, got to do the on only the Marlon Brando, Brando podcast. Sorry, go ahead. No, like what I'm trying to. So that voice is is what is like. Uh, not like uh, all I can think when I hear Martin Brando is I'm making an offer he can't refuse, but that's and that was a bad impression. But 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 what what did he sound like? Is was it more like a kind Here, of? A I'll film do my Marlon kind of like... Brando impression now. Okay, it's okay. um. This is, uh, uh, that's one. That's what I think of when I think of Marlon Brando. Is that noise? Oh, uh, we could did, we, did, could we hear couldn't hear you. You dropped. You dropped. <laughs> Um, but well, then it will remain is, uh, a mystery. This is him <laughs> <laughs> from uh, On the Waterfront. Remember that night in the garden? You came down my dressing room and said, "Kid, this ain't your night. We're going for the price on Wilson." Yeah, I, I feel like Foley didn't bring this necessarily, but maybe I'm just being a jerk. Yeah, it was a. If it was, if it was meant to be a brand new impression, I guess it wasn't meant to be an impression. It was just meant to be inspired by that. It's a bad impression if it's meant to be an impression. But he's right. got that like New York accent, I guess. I thought mm-hmm. McDonald was really great, actually, in this sketch. I mean, he, I is, yeah. he was yeah. super committed the whole time, despite all the chaos around him. I love some of these little moments. There was one where, like, I think we were just about to see right after he jumps out, where um, you know, before he shoots the driver, and he says, "Could you go left?" And or "Could you go right?" And Foley says, "No, no, we're going left. We're going left." And then, like very calmly, McDonald's like, "Actually, right driver. Could you take a right driver?" And like <laughs> keeps this like very kind of calm, like you know, in his own head, in his own. He really drives the sketch too, because like I feel like again, this is another Kids in the Hall sketch where it's like making fun of people thinking that themselves and their own routine and their own lives are the most important things of the world. And this notion that he's like not distracted at all from his list, even throughout the chaos is played so well by him, I think. And um, uh, written by Kevin McDonald and Norm Hiscock, who is one of the writers on the show, brought, came on the, on the board, uh, aboard uh, the show, I think uh, in the first or second season, maybe. And I think he later went to go on to write for King of the Hill. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. You know, I do really like these types of characters who come up a lot in comedy, who just have their one thing that they do, and somehow it always allows them to triumph over all adversity, you know? Like, instead of being phased, as Jared was saying, he's just, like, sticks to his thing, and and he does it. You know, it's kind of satisfying to watch somebody 
fulfill their to-do list to an extent. I also really noticed a lot of the other actors in the sketch. Maybe it's because they have better production or they just needed it for this. But seeing other people engage with them, I was like, wow, I really want to get to play the part of the um, dry cleaner guy. You know, he has some lines. He holds his he holds his own. And, you know, you don't see that many other people enter their world. So that's very satisfying in this, too. Yeah, I thought Kevin, the dry, dry cleaner McDonald. guy was 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 fun. He, at, at the end, I thought he kind of lost his footing a little bit, where it was like the guy got shot, <laughs> and maybe it was the writing, but he gave this kind of a weird flat, like, "Oh yeah, it is your shirt. Here you go." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. Let's let's do it. Oh, he he's didn't a stick real New Yorker, except he's from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Oh yeah, oh, my mistake. Yeah, yeah, these are your pants. My mistake. <laughs> Kevin McDonald okay. on the commentary track was complaining that that this guy was too big, too hammy in his performance. Yeah, I and on, I the, can... on the day of the shoot, he was like, he tried to tell him to tone it down, and he just wouldn't do it. That's funny. Uh, I could I sense that. that, especially towards the end. And look, he looks pissed it's, off even here in the freeze frame. He looks very Scorsese, actually. <laughs> it's 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 funny to, for Kevin McDonald to tell that to somebody because Kevin McDonald yeah, right. is famously so big. You're too big. A... Be a little bit more grounded. That's yeah, what he probably what he sounded like. Yeah. Well, he but probably he just pretty, wanted to be the biggest person in the room, you know? That's and, true. like, he couldn't be. <laughs> this guy was upstaging like, him all the way. I like some of the tiny, uh, you know, underappreciated jokes in this. I liked uh, at one point he said, you know, like, well, wait, uh, wait, that's that, that order is wrong. Uh, okay, uh, let's see, number eight. Switch number five with number seven on his to-do list. Yeah. I thought that, Nobody that was really funny. That. Nobody laughed at that, which I thought was odd. Um there was uh, another kind of dumb joke that I'm trying to find that I can't. That but, yeah, first, uh, you know, I was just gonna say that that first time Dave Foley shoots somebody in the in the bank, uh, he shoots one of his own men. That got just the hugest laugh. Huge was, like, pop. Yeah. Well, well, it was a big surprise, uh, and yeah, we, I we, think. Oh, sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, I was I was just gonna ask Jared if he remembered the other thing he wanted to mention. Oh, it's just that number six on the list was buy underarm deodorant. And I thought that that was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) The specify underarm made me laugh. I was just thinking about the element of surprise in this sort of sketch. Like it is like less satisfying to see Foley shoot guy after guy. The first time is so funny and then it gets less and less funny. But it did work for me when he knocked over the old woman a second time because I was, again, not (laughs) expecting it. So (laughs) it was funny again. Yeah, there's something but, about the because the I think that's interesting to examine because the old lady is is so out of left field both times and there was something about the robbery where it did feel a little bit too um, I don't know if heavy handed is the right word but they were so in it and so committed to it that like to just keep killing people you're right Amay there was no real surprise I felt like. And he, especially when even the guy is driving the car, you could tell that that's supposed to be a third beat. You know, oh, okay, he's driving, and they shoot the guy driving, and they're going to crash. And like, but that, that you didn't feel that heightened because you just knew these guys were going to end up dead anyway. So it, it, the stakes were a little off. Well, overall, though, good. Sketch, oh, I liked funny it. Sketch. It was funny. Yeah. No, yeah, made sorry. me laugh for Don't sure. Don't mean to end with a complaint, but that's kind of my style. That's kind of our thing. Yeah. <laughs> Begin and end with complaints. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, again, this was Nick's picks, Volume One. I, 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 I forgot to say I chose this one partly because Frank Frank Garcia Hell 
mentioned that this is one of the sketches he used to show his, his classes at uh, at UCB. Interesting. Mm. I do think it is very it's game and gamey. To it. I could see why. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and keep crushing those heads. <laughs> <laughs>